The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 18th of June. Parliament resumes in Canberra this week with a bittersweet news poll result. Ramadan has bought a short ceasefire in Afghanistan. The most successful startup in the world comes to Australia. And the Aussies go down to France in the Soccer World Cup. This is your Squiz Today. Claire, Parliament resumes in Canberra this week. The key news headline I kept hearing over the weekend was that the Liberal Party members, and to be clear, we're talking about party members, not our elected MPs, voted in favour of selling the ABC. Now, the government's ruled that out and would rather be talking about other stuff, I imagine. What's the other stuff? The other stuff has to do with tax, and I'm sure a lot of people would probably prefer to be talking about the ABC, and those people are probably the Labor Party. But um, what um, the main debate really is about, particularly for this week, it's on income tax cuts, and next week they'll turn their attention to company tax cuts. It's uh, a really critical time for those to get through the parliament with the first phase of what the government wants to do, um, meant to be kicking in on the 1st of July. And I assume it's not going to be easy to get this through Parliament. It's going to be a tough job for the government. There's a, a lot of crossbench senators and independent senators that they have to wrangle. Uh, there's probably a deal to be struck on income tax cuts. Labor wants to split the bill up and the government's saying it doesn't want to do that. It wants it all in one slab. So there's a lot of wheeling and dealing to happen. And on company tax cuts, it's not looking likely at this stage with the independent senators not um, showing enough love for that yet. And of course, news poll is out today and Malcolm Turnbull will be quite pleased at his personal ratings. He's at 40%, which is an equal all-time high, although the coalition still trails uh, the Labor Party 48 to 52 on a two-party preferred basis. And just to wrap up the news out of Canberra, there's been a few movements amongst our pollies. There has been. So very quickly, Clive Palmer has um, uh, yesterday announced the resurrection of the United Australia Party, which is a very old political party in Australian history. And he's had a, a, a put his hand up on Twitter to say that um, he wants to resurrect that. He hasn't really been specific about what he's going to do, whether he's going to run, but certainly that's what's been anticipated. Uh, the Greens, uh, so Andrew Bartlett has said that he will stand aside and let Larissa Waters come back. She was caught up in the citizenship cluster disaster last year. And the New South Australian Senator, Tim Storer, who came in on a ticket with Nick Xenophon, uh, who's now an independent, has uh, launched his own party in his name. So there's a lot of things happening on that front today. Uh, And the end of Ramadan has brought a ceasefire in Afghanistan between Taliban insurgents and government fighters. They're usually enemies. Sadly, that's been called off overnight. The Taliban insurgents are going to pick up their weapons again uh, very, very shortly. But, yeah, the end of Ramadan brought about a three-day ceasefire. There were also talks right around Afghanistan between Taliban fighters and government officials about um, peace talks. Uh, That's something that the United States uh, certainly supports and Unfortunately, there were also a couple of blasts in Jalalabad, which um, claimed quite a few lives over the weekend that Islamic State were behind. So still a very turbulent time in Afghanistan. 
And we talked about the crisis in Yemen last week. Any updates on that front? The Saudi-backed forces say that they've captured the airport in that critical port city, but reports this morning say that there's still fighting happening and there's a UN special envoy who's arrived uh, in the capital of Yemen and and they're trying to talk to uh, those rebel forces um, to cede control of of that key city to try and avoid uh, a humanitarian catastrophe. So there's still, again, some way to go on that. And you've asked readers of the Squeeze email today what they think the world's most successful startup is. I certainly didn't guess this. What's the answer? Drum roll. The answer is Didi. They're a ride-sharing uh, company from China. They're valued at about um, $60 billion Australian so huge company, um, very big unicorn, um, that one. Anyway, they're going to launch in Melbourne next week, they've announced. Um, they're a challenger to Uber. They actually bought Uber in China um, to get rid of them there. So they're a big player and, and they're about to launch into Melbourne and, and the rest of Australia. Oh, and I can see that they've been um, running in Geelong for the last month. So they've tested it, tried and tested. They have, yeah, apparently going well. Heaps of sport over the weekend. Unfortunately, the Aussies didn't do so well. Uh, We lost the rugby to Ireland. um, But probably the thing to know most of all is that our Socceroos played France on Saturday evening. They went down two to one. They'll now take on Denmark on Thursday evening at 10 o'clock. The subject line today, Claire. Surely it's an Elvis tune. (laughs) It is. It's now or never. <laughs> it's now Tell or never. Tell us why. Well, Tell us why. I have um, have to confess that I'm going through a bit of a Elvis phase at the moment. And just as I was getting on top of all of that, DJ Fontana, who was Elvis's original drummer, died late last week. So I was all over it. But It's Now or Never isn't a, a track that DJ Fontana played on. But going into that theme, I had a think about that and thought that was probably uh, appropriate for the government's tax agenda. Oh, multiple applications to the email. It all comes together. Yeah, well done. (laughs) (laughs) The way the brain works, it's a mystery. Open the email every day this week. You'll go in the draw to win $100 from Prezi again. Uh, do we have a winner from last week? Uh, we do, but they haven't let us know yet that they've claimed their prize. So when they okay. have, we Open will let email. you know. Uh, and it's the we've got two weeks left of our June promotion. How's it going? Look good, but there's still lots of room for prizes to be claimed. So if I was uh, out there, if I hadn't shared it with everyone I know or everyone that I'd even met in life, I would be going for it (laughs) because there's some great prizes to win. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.